Kieran, how are you doing? Yeah, no, pretty good. Yeah, just recently I've just really been enjoying being able to go outside every day, you know, just like leave my <laughs> house and, uh, you know, just walk the streets for the last like seven, eight days especially. Yeah, I, I assume you're the same way? It's, it's similar, except that mm. uh, because I've had COVID, I haven't been allowed out of the house. Uh, oh, what? So I, 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 I appreciate the taunting, Kieran. Oh, I, <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't know about that. I, I hadn't heard. I'm, I'm so sorry. That's so insensitive of me. I've mentioned it in many meetings. I've mentioned no, it I, don't I think, think every time we've spoken. I think I would now. have remembered that. Well, anyway, we're uh, we're making this unusual impromptu episode because we have a bit of an announcement that we have a new podcast feed that we are launching today called 80K After Hours. Yeah, do, do you want to explain a little bit about what it's about, Kieran? Yeah, so like the inspiration for this feed was that um, we had started to experiment with different formats and, and content on the main feed. We started doing things like casual chats between 80K staff members, we did some audio articles. We started playing around with different kinds of topics. Like I recorded an episode with our colleague Howie, all about mental health, which was, you know, great and like actually our most popular episode ever, but it was kind of an odd fit for the main feed versus like, you know, classic Rob episodes. And the same thing for audio articles, same thing for like really serious, crazy stuff. And so I just felt like it would be great to have a place where we could put things like that and just feel like we had the, uh, you know, the freedom to experiment more. Yeah, I guess we've we've increasingly found the the main feed to be a bit of a straitjacket. Yes, it's, that's uh, right. Because <laughs> well, it's got a pretty big audience now, but I guess most people have like subscribed because of our like classic, you know, prestige yeah. interviews with uh, with, right. the, with the with the big guests. Uh, you know, three to five hours, but but it's a bit of it's a little bit constricting mm. that we want to want to have more of an opportunity to post random eclectic stuff that we think of, and uh, I'm curious to see how it goes. Exactly. Yeah, that's kind of the uh, kind of the appeal of this feed is that yeah, we're we're gonna feel free to make stuff for like really narrow audience if we want, which is the kind of thing we wouldn't want to do with the main feed. And we're gonna feel free to experiment with different things. Like you know, one week we might be trying to host a debate between two people, which we've never done before. Uh, another week we might be you know hosting a stage reading of a play set in the year twenty seventy five or something. Not promising that we're actually gonna do any of this stuff, but it's the kind of thing that <laughs> if we have that idea and we're inspired to do it, we can make it. We can put it on the second feed and not feel like we're just introducing this random nonsense to uh, people who really just want to hear classic episodes. Yeah, I suppose maybe we should be a bit, a little bit concrete with like what do we, what do we actually have, have at launch? We've got three, yeah, all, all really good pieces that we're trying to tempt people to subscribe by, uh, by actually having quite a lot of content for everyone when we uh, are putting this up for the first time. Yeah, so the first thing we have is an interview that you and I did with a new podcast called All Good, made by the Georgetown Effective Altruism Group. And they wanted to interview us all about how we make the 80,000 Hours podcast. So this is about the philosophy of the show. It's behind the scenes. Uh, it's our advice for other podcasters. It's stuff like this. Yeah. I would have felt a little bit embarrassed putting this on the main feed, I feel. Yes, it's like journalists exactly. talking about like, what is it like to be a journalist? Mm-hmm. <laughs> a, novel, a novelist writing a novel about someone who writes novels. Yeah. Although having said that, I do think fans of the show will enjoy it. Yeah, I was um, I was a little bit nervous about this one after we'd recorded it, but I was pleasantly surprised, very relieved to to listen back to it and think, yeah, no, we actually we actually made some good points there, which is often the case. You know, yeah. you'll you'll often finish an interview thinking that you did terribly, like, oh. and then magically after editing, magically. suddenly you sound yeah, smarter. Yeah. So. <laughs> I think we talk about that in the in the interview. Okay, right. uh, what's the what's the second one? Yeah, so the second one is an episode that I did with uh, our colleague Alex Lawson, who who is an advisor now at 80,000 Hours, but was a high school teacher for eight years. And this is all about his advice to high school students. I think it's really fantastic. But it's a great example of an episode that has a, a much narrower audience than our main feed episodes, 
where if you're a student especially, but also if you're a parent or a teacher or, you know, maybe maybe if you have like an interest in like improving education generally, I really think it may be one of the most valuable things we can offer you. But if you're not, or if you don't know anyone who's a student or a teacher or a parent, it's entirely possible you could listen to this and be like, yeah, not for me. On the main feed, that would be a problem. Here, we think that's totally fine. Yeah, exactly. I guess, yeah, there's a bunch of different, I suppose, niche-ish audiences that we could produce content for on the, on the feed. So yeah, students is kind of a classic one. We've been a bit reluctant to ever produce an episode for the main feed that is just for like high school students or university yeah. students. But for this, we can we can totally do that. I guess there's people, people who are already working in a very specific career area. That would be, yeah, an audience where we, we can, on, on this feed, we won't feel, won't feel ashamed writing something just for them. Yeah. Or people who are, you know, in any other particular age group or people who are part of the effective altruism community specifically. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I mean, I think I think some people who are or are part of the effective altruism community feel like it would be sort of weird for us to be hesitant to put that sort of content on the main feed. But we actually have, I mean, a majority of our listeners aren't part of that community. You know, we, we try and appeal yeah. to a much broader audience. Whereas, yeah, on this feed, like we can just like flag at the front of it. Yep, this is for people who are very into this community. And if you're not, it's not for you. And that just seems fine. Yeah. And what's the what's the third one? Yeah, the third one is an audio article, which we've experimented with before. And this one is by our colleague Habiba, reading an article by Benjamin Todd called Aim Higher. And it's one of our best articles of the last year. And basically, we're going to start producing more of these for our sort of top written articles, at least as long as people like them. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we've done a couple of red articles before. And yeah, there's, there's definitely an audience that super liked them. But uh, it wasn't like most articles that we write aren't relevant to like, <laughs> to, to most of the people who are subscribing yeah. to the main feed. So we were always a bit cautious about bombing people with tons of tons of article readings. But now now we can do it. Now we yeah, can read out all of, our, all of our best content. Yeah. For those of you who like me find it hard to have the patience to read something in a browser. <laughs> I guess the hope is we might think of some stuff that's totally off the wall. It's different than yeah what, yeah. We've, what we've done before. I guess listeners might not know, but uh, you've actually written a TV series with some <laughs> effective actress themes. So maybe maybe we could make an audio version of that, audio, audio reading of it. That's true. It's the kind of thing that it would feel so incredibly indulgent to put that on the main feed. <laughs> <laughs> I would be too embarrassed but to it's do just, it. But it's just spot on on 80, 80K after hours. Yeah, I mean, the other thing is that we're going to be able to put out things like outtakes and like extras from episodes because on the main feed episodes... Sometimes we record for several hours more than we'll actually release. And so, you know, one of the many things the second feed can do is actually give you more of the main feed. But we wanted to make it clear that that's not what this feed is. It's not just more of what you love. It is this separate thing. But it will happen to occasionally give you, uh, give you more of the content you already love. Yeah. I guess I think to, to wrap things up, we've got a little little bit of a preview of the uh, interview that we did with Georgetown, right? About, yeah. uh, about the philosophy of the show to uh, hopefully get people to pull out their phones and type in, I guess, what's the best thing for people to type in to subscribe to this thing? Is it 80K or uh, after hours or 80,000 hours? If you can bring yourself to type in 80K after hours, that'll definitely come up. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but hopefully yeah. if you just type in 80K, maybe this will come up. <laughs> yeah. And I guess, yeah, it's uh, part of the part of the deal with this new feed is that probably you're not going to be that interested in some of the stuff that comes up. So you're going to have to, you'll, you have to tolerate having some things show up in your, in your feed that you're just going to have to scroll past. But if you can handle that, then maybe you'll find some gems that are, that are suitable just for you that we never, never otherwise could have made. That's the hope. All right. I guess without any further ado, here's a little preview of the first thing that you'll find on the feed if you type in 80K after hours and get, a, get on there. Over time, 
we've developed like a bunch of red flags. Just like <laughs> we've either learned through experience or by reasoning things out that this is not potentially going to be a super promising, super promising episode. I guess anything that's super topical is a is a little bit suspicious. We would like ideally want most of the episodes to be interesting in one, two, three, like maybe even even five years. Because there is just like, there's a bit of a social phenomenon where people want to talk about whatever other people happen to be talking about in any given minute. So through a somewhat random process, something becomes topical or trending. And then there's this incredible suction towards everyone in the media talking about some topic right now, even though there's like other more pressing things going on. And there's no particular reason why this thing has gotten highlighted. So we, and I guess I think a lot of other podcasts because of the timelines involved, are able to kind of avoid that topicality most of the time. I guess an exception was COVID where we did do a bunch of fast turnaround episodes. I guess in our defense, that was maybe the most, the biggest news story of our life. So <laughs> we make it make an exception once in a while. I guess despite the fact that we're getting deeply into people's worldview, it's not primarily a show about people or about people's reactions to things, yeah, how they felt about like something when it happened. The main reason not to do that is just that I think, okay, imagine that you're doing science journalism, the New York Times. Most people don't understand biology very deeply. So if you're talking to a biologist and you want to reach a broad audience in order to have a large advertising base and make, make enough money to pay the bills, then the thing that most people can understand is like how the scientists felt when they made the discovery. And so even in like interviews that naturally might be extremely technical, they tend to become quite personal because of the need for many people to take an interest in something that's actually going to turn a profit. So we tend to lean away from that and have something more of an engineering mindset. Some people don't like that. I think it's definitely a piece of feedback that we get that people might like to get to know the guests a bit more on a personal level or hear more about how I feel about things or like what, what struggles I've had in my life. And we do do some of that. It's, it's definitely not, not a complete no. But I think I feel like a more important gap that we can fill is actually being more technical and remaining focused on the practical, pragmatic question of how to solve problems and what people have accomplished at an engineering level. Do you want to continue, Kieran? Yeah, sure. One actually really cool thing that we try to do is to not duplicate. We do this by prepping very carefully. So we do like way more prep than the average show does. And we'll typically have, you know, I don't know, sometimes five to 10 pages of questions that we don't end up using. And we really will try to ask guests things that they haven't talked about before. And we'll try and put, uh, if they're talking about a book, we'll try and put a lecture at the side of the episode, or we will direct people to something they've already done. And it's, you know, a big reason why we, we go so long, you know, three, four, five, sometimes longer than that hours in is because basically if somebody has this shtick where it's like, you know, people just go on like every single podcast and they do exactly the same 60 minutes where it's like, if they're used to that 60 minute shtick and we're like, well, we're just going to talk to you for three hours. Then in that third hour, they're going to have to talk about new stuff. You know, (laughs) they don't really have a choice. And that is really, so it's like, yeah, a central thing that I think about as a producer of the show is that we want to make sure that our episodes are delivering content that you can't get elsewhere. I guess another category of guests that we think isn't that promising is, for example, politicians who are just so trained in being cagey that I don't think we would be able to get a candid interview out of almost any elected representative most of the time, or there would be like a very unusual exception. Another one is like people in positions of power within organizations where they have a lot of stakeholders that they have to keep happy those people, just for like practical reasons, are not in a position to do a candid three hour long interview because they're not going to feel safe <laughs> despite the fact they can remove stuff or like anything, anything interesting probably would have to be cut out in the production process because anything too edgy that they haven't said before is going to risk getting them fired. So I think with those people, you take down their name and you think, well, we'll get them when they resign or we'll get them when they when they retire because people can be a lot more interesting, I guess, at 66 <laughs> once they're not trying to trying to get hired anymore uh, than they were when they were you know, leading some part of the WHO or, or whatever else. 
Okay, uh, well, I guess we both hope that you enjoyed that sample and that it's tempted you to open up your podcasting app, type in 80k after hours to go and check out the other stuff that we have on there. And hopefully you're a bit curious to see what, what else we might might come up with. And I guess a lot of people might not know that 80k is this kind of affectionate term that people like us who have to say 80,000 hours all the time because we work here, people get sick of saying 80,000 hours. It's too many syllables. So the organization has ended up being called 80k by, by a whole lot of people. So yeah, the feed 80k after hours. Yeah, and it was, you know, just to give you a bit of early behind the scenes, yeah, it, was, it was kind of a nightmare to name this thing. Uh, it turns <laughs> out <laughs> naming anything it's is good. just like really, really tough. And uh, with this, you yeah, know, no. we, we played around with, you know, dozens of different names, uh, just trying to find something that people didn't, gener- you know, that at least some percentage of people didn't hate. And it was very difficult. You know, we, we found a few names that pe- some people really loved and just like some people just passionately hated. And this was the first one where everyone was like, that's pretty good. Yeah. And so as soon as we <laughs> I, had that, we were like, okay, we're done. Okay. Well, yeah, we're not going to do any better than that. Do you remember when we were trying to name effective altruism an introduction? I thought that was mm-hmm. bad. I think that was like yep. weeks and like lots of different suggestions. But this, I think, absorbed at least three times as much time, like hundreds yeah. of ideas. We went back We went back to our advisory group what, four times. It was getting embarrassing getting mm-hmm. them to rate different names. Yeah. Anyway, this was the first one people didn't hate. So uh, I hope you, dear listener, right now are one of the people who doesn't hate this name. And I feel like yeah, I'm hesitant to even say the other options just in case people listening are like, oh, you should have gone with that one. <laughs> The first two. We should have gone with. We should have gone with the Monty Python one. <laughs> it was a Monty Python. Some people loved the Monty Python one. Some people hated the Monty Python one. I won't. I won't tell you what it is. Uh, well, yeah. I hope you enjoyed that excerpt. And if you want to uh, listen to more of it or the other things that we have in store for you, type in 80k after hours, and you'll be able to subscribe to that feed. Too sweet. 